When you start investing in stocks, you seek investment advice. When you seek investment advice, you go to the Internet. When you go to the Internet, you start believing all the wacky correlations spouted by armchair analysts. Sell, 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 sell. When you start believing those wacky correlations, you start buying and selling stocks based on butter production in Bangladesh. When you start buying and selling stocks based on butter production in Bangladesh, you offend your lactose intolerant girlfriend, who in turn moves out. When your girlfriend moves out, you can't afford rent on your own because all your money is tied up in the stock market. When you can't afford rent on your own, you become homeless and alone. Thank you. Don't become homeless and alone. Get rid of financial advice from armchair analysts and upgrade to Money Talks. This is Money Talks. We're back. I'm Troy Harmon here with Casey Smith and Jennifer Thomas and... Uh, all right, guys, we got uh, a situation this week we wanted to talk about. Um, basically, KC, we got a, a deal here where uh, somebody's wanting to figure out their time horizon and whether or not, you know, you make changes when circumstances change. And I can almost always tell you that that is probably a good deal. When yeah. you have a circumstance that changes, it's time to do a review, right? Absolutely. Um, you know, it is mid-year, so we always kind of recommend doing a mid-year check-in review, um, look at your situation and see where things are. In this case, this is a, a divorce situation, unfortunately. We've got a Randall, uh, who is 57. He's getting divorced. His soon-to-be former wife was nearly 20 years his junior. Um, and so, you know, the the their plan up until the divorce was to, uh, you know, invest a little bit more aggressively because she has a longer time horizon. Obviously, now it's going to be his money. So uh, time horizon has time been horizon pared back. Has right? been pared back. I, you know, we don't always look at uh, the age to to determine what your Correct. investment allocation should be because we right. we use the ten year rule and people who listen to our show know what that means. But uh, basically. <laughs> Any money that you're going to need out of your investment portfolio in the next 10 years, we want to allocate to fixed income investments. Right. And any money you don't need in the next 10 years, we want to allocate to stocks. And the reason that we do that is uh, we know that stocks over long periods of time have beaten inflation. And when you beat inflation with your investment returns, uh, you actually increase your wealth, yep. your, your purchasing power, if you will. You, you beat inflation and, you know, you got you got more money to spend when it comes time for you to spend it. That's right. So, I mean, it is important to consider your time horizon, but it's also more important, in our opinion, to look at when do you need this money. Right. Um, and Well, that's, well and that this, is your time horizon. Right? Yes. Yeah. And in this case, I mean, you know, the wife was going to be working. Um, he was going to retire earlier at 62 but and not have to draw from his... Uh, retirement assets because she was still working and bringing income. Right. Now that they're divorcing, her income is going away, obviously, from him. And if he still wants to retire at that age now, he's got to look to see if, one, does he have enough assets to be able to retire at that age and have the assets last through his life expectancy? And, two, is he allocated correctly now because he will have to pull from those assets sooner than he had actually planned to. Exactly. Um, and this, you know, it, it's, it, it, there are a lot of different things that can happen. It's not just divorce. Um, you know, if one spouse passes away, it changes your whole dynamic. Um, you know, if you switch jobs and your income changes, 
Um, you know, if he were to remarry, that might, you know, also change, you know, or would sure. change the situation at that point. Well, keep in mind, he's going to only have half the assets that he had before. Correct. I mean, yeah. you know, I don't know. It doesn't really say in here whether or not, you know, they, um, you know, he's going to have to, depending on what they had individually, I mean, he may be giving her part of the assets that he had. Right. Yep. And just because you have money in, say, a retirement account, uh, yeah, that doesn't mean that it's safe from a divorce situation. Correct. You know, they can they can issue a qualified domestic relations order, quadro, sometimes as they're referred to, uh, to to require you to split your 401k or um, other retirement, even qualified retirement plans. So when that's required, is there did all the penalties and taxes? No, they, it, it goes into a retirement account off. for her. Right. So it's, it just goes from his like retirement into her retirement. Hers, okay. Mm-hmm. So nobody actually takes a makes a withdrawal. Right. Any there are no taxes due, no penalties. It right. just gets But moved. you have to have a court order in Correct. order to be able Correct. to do that without the penalties, right? Mm-hmm. That's right. Okay. So there's a, there's a number of, you know, uh, scenarios that you would want to look at, not only from your Investment portfolio situation, obviously, uh, now reviewing beneficiaries for not only retirement accounts, but if you have any insurance policies, you might not want your ex-wife to receive the proceeds mm-hmm. from those anymore. Yeah. Update your wills. And, you know, yeah. I, I heard a situation recently where, uh, you know, there was a will, but um, the the uh, the ultimate uh, piece that the court followed was whatever the whatever the uh, beneficiary, beneficiary was on the on the retirement account. beneficiary designations are outside of the will so the all the retirement accounts do go by beneficiary designation i actually had a friend um when i was growing up who's um you know her father had been married previously he had a he was in the military and had a military pension um I don't know how long he was married to his first wife, but I don't think it was incredibly long. Then he, they got divorced. He married her mother. They had her. She was an adult at this time, and her father passed away. And the ex-wife, it had been, he'd been married for like twenty-something years. Wow. And the ex-wife got the pension because that's how he had it set up. Yeah. So it does happen a yeah, lot. Making sure that you're taking. A look at all of those different things and you know uh and even if you're something positive happens it doesn't always have to be a negative thing negative no. thing death marriage is something a birth of a child you know now sure. you gotta start looking at college costs and um right. planning for a lot of things that happen and this is a good time of year to do it um, yeah. you know th- start thinking about so your risk profile can change uh for various and sundry reasons and it could become you know that you could afford to take more risk or in this case can't well, afford to take as much risk yeah and a financial plan is not a set it and forget it type of thing right. you, you need to even even with our clients when we run financial plans for them even if nothing has changed in their life we want to update it at least at a minimum every two years you know and take a look at it make sure just reevaluate it take a look go over the assumptions with them just to ensure that nothing has changed Sure. Yeah, it's always good. And, uh, you know, when you think about uh, ways you take risk, it's not necessarily just uh, the account or the way that things are allocated, but it very much can be 
the way that the uh, say that your portfolio is set up. In this case, it might be that he needs to move some from stocks and into fixed income because he's going to get to his retirement quicker. But it could just be about your stock portfolio. You know, you might not want to be invested in, in some of the riskier assets like mid or small cap stocks. You might mm-hmm. want to go to large cap or even into those stocks that uh, pay a dividend and do tend to be a little less volatile over time. Correct. All right, well, let's uh, take another real quick break, and when we get back, we'll answer some of your listener questions. Thank you for listening. You're listening to Money Talks. All material presented is compiled from sources believed to be reliable and current, but accuracy cannot be guaranteed. The contents are intended for general information purposes only. Information provided should not be the sole basis in making any decisions and is not intended to replace the advice of a qualified professional, such as a tax consultant, insurance advisor, or attorney. Although this material is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information with respect to the subject matter, it may not apply in all situations. This is not to be construed as an offer to buy or sell any financial instruments. It is not our intention to state, indicate, or imply in any manner that current or past results are indicative of future profitability or expectations. Portfolio holdings discussed are subject to change. There is no guarantee that in the future these securities will be held in Hensler accounts. As with all investments, there are associated inherent risks. Please obtain and review all financial material carefully before investing. Hensler is not licensed to offer or sell insurance products. This overview is not to be construed as an offer to purchase any insurance products. 